flow, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, doesn't know, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions Of modern society and welcome To motherfucking reality guys Today, we have Q and AF That is where you submit the Qs and I bring the AFs Sometimes when you tune in, there will be different kinds of shows. Today happens to be Q&AF, as I just stated. Sometimes it's going to be CTI. That means cruise the internet. That's where we put up the topics of the day, and we talk about them. And then we make fun of them. And then we talk about whether or not they're true at all. And how true are they if they are true at all? And that's what we talk about. Q&AF is about personal development. What are you laughing at? <laughs> What? Is this not what we're supposed to do here? You're, right, you're spot Would on. you like to step no, in? No, 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 no. You're spot No, on. please step in. <laughs> Go ahead and explain the shows, DJ. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at. You're spot on, bro. Okay. So Q&AF and CTI are sort of like the peanut butter and jelly, right? We solve the problem. We talk about the problem. Then we talk about how to solve the problem. Then we have real talk. Real talk is uh, where I get on for five to 20 minutes and talk a whole bunch of shit. Usually it helps people. Sometimes it doesn't. Then we have full length. <laughs> what? I'm just keeping it real, bro. The name of the show is Real Fucking AF. I don't understand what's so funny about that. Then sometimes we got full length episodes. Fuck them full length episodes. <laughs> Today is Q&AF, bro. Maybe we should just make it a CTI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyhow, what do you got? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. What? Yeah, no. It was, that was, yeah, it was fucking dynamite. But my best intro I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Oh, normally, uh, I'd recut it. But today, fuck it, man. No, I, just I, let it rock. I love I it. I am drinking one of these. Uh, normally, I don't run ads on the show, but I'm going to fucking run one right now. I'm drinking one of these uh, amazing... Uh, best fucking energy drink in the history of Earth from First Form. Uh, I'm drinking the Citrus Blast favor, flavor. And this fucking thing, man, it tastes so much like Mountain Dew, I want to change my name to fucking Kyle. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like this shit right here, this makes me want to punch a hole right through the fucking wall. Yeah? Yeah, with my head. <laughs> this is really good shit. With, with the, it really does taste like mountain, like diet mountain no, dew, which is my favorite diet. The flavors drink. are spot on. Yeah, the dude, fa the fa flavors are. Spot listen, on. I'm not an energy drink person, so yeah. I don't have any. I can't sit here and say, oh, it's fucking better than this or that. I don't even give a fuck. Here's what I do give a fuck about, though. Good. I feel good when I drink it. Yeah, there's no like jitters or anything. No, no, it's not like a. <clears throat> the only other energy drink I've ever had in my life uh, is like a Red Bull, and usually it had vodka in it. Uh, well, <laughs> every time I have vodka in it. But uh, this tastes better than that. <laughs> and I feel better. Probably like, because there's no vodka in it. <laughs> no, I, I would feel better if it, probably even better if it had some vodka in it. I just yeah. don't really drink anymore because I get fucking crazy. So, uh, but this is a good one. So now I've had the orange, I've had the blue, and I've had the green. Yeah. And I think the green might be my favorite so far. Hey, you try that uh, cherry lime, you become Thanos, bro. Bro. You got all the rings. shit, bro. <laughs> hey, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Watch out. <laughs> Anyway, that'd, that'd actually be a pretty good fucking video too, like content wise. 
What? Just fucking Thanos tape all the energy drinks. Yeah, tape, tape all the fucking cans. Don't give away our secrets, man. All right, Joe, cut that yeah. shit. <laughs> Andy, I got some good ones for you, though, bro. Okay, cool. So, for real talk, um, for those of you that are brand new, we're not always idiots, just most of the time. Um, today, we're trying to be serious because yeah. we got Q&AF, and that's where you submit cues. You can submit them, and they can be about anything that has to do with how to fucking win better. Could be your business, could be your life, could be uh, your fitness, could be anything. Could be 75 hard, could be live hard. Uh, our goal here is to make you better, mm-hmm. for real. And um, we take question submissions at... Uh, email those in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Yeah. And so email them in, we answer them. We're going to do three today. Uh, and I think you're going to get some value out of it. I don't know what the questions are, but I know that when I answer shit, it's good. So even, I know... Even if the questions suck. That's right. I'll make it good real all right so let's get into these man andy question number one uh andy i recently started a business and i've quickly found out that i don't always have the knowledge to uh to answer a customer's question what's the best way to approach uh, a question that you don't specifically know the answer to my business is young and i can't afford to lose any customers at the moment but i don't want people thinking that i'm a complete dumbass well first of all everybody's a dumbass that's the thing so the, the, the not wanting people to think you're a dumbass is actually what makes you a dumbass. Mm. Uh, it's the same reason why most people won't start off in business because they're afraid to look stupid in front of Steve and Tony and uh, Mary from the old neighborhood. Mm. And they're afraid that, you know, when they go to their little drinking hole that they're going to be sitting at for the next 50 fucking years, that they're going to talk some sort of shit about you. Mm. Fuck those people. Okay. Everybody's a dumbass. You're a dumbass. I'm a dumbass too. There's a whole bunch of shit I want to know that I don't know. The difference is I'm willing to ask. Mm. I'm willing to go to people who know. There's people I go to consistently that know more shit than me. Okay. And I've been doing this for a long time. So there should be no shame in your game when it comes to asking uh, someone that's ahead of you for help. That's a normal thing. And smart people do that. Intelligent people do that. Successful people do that. So rid rid your mind of this you know, idea that you're going to look stupid in front of your people or in front of your employees or in front of your boss or in front of fucking anything, because the only way to know shit that you don't know is to ask, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise you have to go your whole life. Like, bro, look, real talk. I don't know how to do lawn division. Like, like, I don't know how to, like, they teach you that in second grade. Okay. So all through school, like I faked it. Mm. Like I would, I would pretend to like do the division problems because I was afraid to ask how to do it because I like fucked up and here I am. I'm 40 fucking three years old. I don't know how to fucking do something that second graders know how to do Mm. because I was afraid to ask. Okay. And while that might seem stupid to you, I'm just saying like, look at all the shit that I've been able to do in my life and accomplish. I still don't know that. Mm. And there's people out there that don't know how to read because they're afraid to fucking admit they don't know how to read. You know, there's people out there that don't know how to do basic things. I'm one of them. Like I, I really don't know how to do that. Like, if you gave me a fucking whiteboard and you said, hey, do a division problem, you know, if it was four, I know that you divide it in two, it's half. Like, right, I know basic right, right. math, but, like, I couldn't do a division problem and you all would fucking laugh at me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So true. what's it worth to you? Is it worth you feeling stupid? Like, I should have stopped it when I was in second grade and said, hey, uh, my, my teacher's name was Miss Meek. So, hey, Miss Meek, uh, I, I'm lost, man. Yeah. I need some help. And you know what? I should have stopped my teacher in fourth grade and said, hey, you know what? I never learned this. Should have stopped my teacher in fucking 
in ninth grade and said, hey, you know what? I never learned this, yeah. but I didn't because I was a fucking pussy. And now I, I don't know something that is very basic to most people. Yeah. For me, it's like I, I, I hear it and I'm like, <clears throat> you know, like, like, do you have to be an expert in your fucking arena starting out? Or like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 bro, the first person that came into my supplement store when I was 19 years old, um, they came in and they asked for Celtech, which was a product made by a company called Muscle Tech. Mm -hmm. The guy walks over, he looks at the Celtech, he said, what's this? I picked the shit up, I had no fucking idea. I started reading the label to him. <laughs> like, like verbatim? Like, like yeah, because that's all I could do, because I didn't know. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, bro, like, I, do you? I don't know. Here I am doing pretty good. Right. I learned everything I needed to know along the way, and I'm pretty fucking knowledgeable about all of that shit yeah. at this point in my life. Yeah. Do you think that's a common fear of people? Like, they feel like they have to become experts? Before yeah, I feel like, mo listen, bro, that's imposter syndrome. You're never going to feel qualified. Yeah. Like, bro, when I go out and speak in front of fucking 10,000 motherfucking people, like, I'm uh, secretly in my heart, I'm like, why the fuck they want to hear from me? Mm. You see mm. what I'm saying? Like, you guys have to understand that everybody feels that way. Every fucking person you look at, every leader you look at, every fucking great person you think that doesn't, they all feel that way. The, great, mm. the greatest men out there, the greatest women out there that you look at have moments of imposter syndrome where they're like, I don't know why, why I should even be here, or why I'm qualified to talk about this, or am I qualified to do these business deals? But at the end of the day, you, you know, like I look around and I'm like, well, if I'm not, who the fuck is? You know, and, yeah. and I, I talk myself out of it logically. And eventually you'll get to that point too. But my point is, is that if you never keep going in the beginning because of those feelings, you'll never get to the point where, where you can actually talk yourself out of the idea, right? Yeah. So everybody's a dumbass in the beginning. It's okay. Be a dumbass. Ask questions. Learn. Educate yourself. Uh, and keep going. That's, that's real, man. Uh, Andy, question number two. Uh, Andy, I know you've talked about staying aggressive with pursuing your goals. I found that people look and treat me differently when I'm more aggressive with my actions. Is there, is, is there a such thing as being too aggressive or is this something that they just don't understand because they don't have the same goals as I do? Well, I mean, it depends on how aggressive you are. If you're running through the office, punching people in the fucking face, you know, that's going to be a problem. Goals ain't got shit to do with that. Yeah, that's, a little, that's a little too aggressive. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if we're talking about just like, you know, skipping the, the normal route, what most people talk about when they're talking about this is they're talking about skipping the normal routine that all their old friends follow. You know, for me, that routine was like, you go out Thursday night, you go out Friday night, you, you go out Saturday, you go out Saturday night, you drink all day Sunday, and then the rest of the week, you try to fucking be normal. Mm -hmm. That's what we, a lot of people in St. Louis do. And we drink a lot here. Um, for me, you know, what he's describing or she's describing looked like not doing those things mm -hmm. and people saying, well, man, what do you think you're too good for us? Like, why don't you come do these things? Like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's kind of like what I talked about, uh, uh, before on the podcast is, you know, it's just, I'm on a different path, mm -hmm. you know, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so what I try to remember and think about is that, you know, they're on their path. I'm on my path and there's no problem with that. And yeah. like, when you're thinking about, um, what it is you're trying to do and be aggressive, you know, just taking your yourself out of these these situations that subtract from your life, uh, such as like, you know, excessive alcohol consumption, partying, et cetera, et cetera. People are going to take that as you're getting too serious. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you something, bro. 
that too serious that they think is too serious is the minimum required effort it takes to build something. Mm. So like, you're not too aggressive, bro. Yeah. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. You cannot be too aggressive about your fucking goals. It re- people are going to say, oh, you need balance. Look at their lives. Look at their bank account. It's probably fucking shitty. All right. Now, it depends on what you want. If you want a balanced life, you want to wake up in the morning, you want to relax, you want to balance, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then you want to worry about fucking money and worry about all these things. That's that's what you get. Mm-hmm. If you want to live an aggressive life, quote unquote, uh, a life that's, you know, obsessive, uh, you're going to have other problems. And your problems are going to be maybe your day-to-day life will lack a little bit of balance, but you won't have the problems that other people have. Right. You'll have other problems. Right. And I can tell you this, the problems that you have with more money are better and easier to solve than the problems you have with less money. And that's coming from someone who's lived both lives. Mm. So these motherfuckers that say, oh, it's looking, you know, oh, I, you know, usually when they, usually it's people like, I don't need all that shit because I'm just a humble dude. Bro, you're not humble. You just haven't succeeded anything. Mm. True humility is actually fucking succeeding and then still fucking being humble. Yeah. There's realities yeah. of how things are and people like to use their fucking, um, they like to use their, uh, their lack of action or lack of progress or lack of success. Zero options. Yes. <laughs> to justify, you know, some sort of noble quality that they say they possess when they don't possess that quality. Right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, dude, I wouldn't worry about what fucking people say. You know, you're, you're going to go through this time when, and all of you who are going to go out there and try to build something successful, you're all going to go through this time where you leave your old network behind and you haven't found your new network yet because you haven't really accomplished anything okay so you don't have credibility with the guys up the ladder and the girls up the ladder yet um and you've moved on from the from the old group so you're in this middle part that i call no man's land Mm -hmm. okay and it feels lonely and like that's the part where most people say oh it's lonely at the top no dumb fuck they ain't at the top. They're in between phases. Right. And you have to fucking be successful to understand the phases. I can tell you this. The friends I have now that are all aligned with success and they all want to win and they all want to create change and they all want to do cool shit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are a lot more fun than having friends that fucking tell you you work too much and that you're fucking greedy and that you're not humble and that you're too good for us. Mm-hmm. That's fucking real. You, you know, yeah. so mo- the, most people don't stick it out long enough. They get in that no man's land and they feel like they're going to be alone their whole lives. And then they naturally gravitate back to that old friend circle. I don't want to be alone. Yes. And it's not true. You just haven't followed all the way through. Follow all the way through, bro. You'll get to a point where you're you're like, fuck, man, my my circle's getting, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, the people, like if you look through the people I talk to on my phone, every fucking person, you'd recognize their name. Mm -hmm. They're they're recognized. These are people who have built real shit. Yeah. Like when I have problems, like I go to fucking people like Ed Milet, who's fucking worth damn near a billion fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude's a, the best speaker on the planet right now. And they want you to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like all these people, like I spent an hour on the phone with Aaron Wagner this morning. He was one of the best fucking young entrepreneurs in the world. Killing it. Yeah. And this motherfucker, you know, like, dude, th- these, this is how you want your life to be. Mm-hmm. You want your life to be in that friend group that supports you, that's there for you, that helps build you up picks you up when you're down because they've been through shit too. You know, you you don't want to spend your life beholden to a friend group that's like, oh, fuck, bro. Yeah. DJ, you know, what What do you need to do that for? Right, right, right. <laughs> like Aaron's not calling you crying while you're not at fucking Saturday night no. fucking pregame. Bro, in fact, <laughs> we have this fucking saying. 
And and all this is a whole nother thing. Everybody in my friend group has this saying they all live by. Busy people understand busy people. Mm. We don't take it personal when someone fucking misses a text and doesn't get back to him in 30 fucking days. Right. That's peasant fucking shit. Okay? Peasants do that. Mm-hmm. People who are broke as fuck do that. They argue over trivial shit. They get upset over trivial shit. They let trivial shit ruin their fucking emotional state. The reality is, is if I don't text you back and it's been 30 days, that means nothing. It could be a year. I still love you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm just doing my shit. Right. And like people have a heart. And that's another reason why it's hard to be friends with those fucking people that don't understand your life now. Mm-hmm. Because they all judge you for it. It's Listen, but it's worth it. It's that's, just worth that's it. That's real. That's real. Let me ask you this, Andy. From where you were, you know, 20 years, 24 years ago to where you are now, what would you say the difference is? Like, where did you get the validation that you were on the right, like you were doing the right shit? Where did the validation come from then versus now? Or who did it come from? Well, you know, dude, I think validation is a, is a introspective thing. Like, I don't care what, uh, I don't care. I don't really care if people approve me. Mm. Like I, I care about like, you know, what the people like in my inner inner circle, my family, yeah. uh, you know, my brother, my business partner, Chris, Jason, who's here, like you, Emily, the people close to me, you know what I'm saying? I care what the fuck they think. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, man, you know, like outside of the people I talk to on a regular basis, like in a, in a, in a friend level, I don't fucking care. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to please people. I'm here to fucking accomplish shit and do things. And those things do benefit people tremendously. So I'm focused on that. And if people don't understand it, I don't care. My my validation comes from, am I okay with me? Mm. You know, that's part of the Live Hard program. Like, dude, you guys look for these fucking approvals from all these other motherfuckers who who are basically, the, the truth of it is, they're low operating humans. You know, when you, yeah. when you start operating on a higher level, you stop looking for approval from everybody else. Like, why the fuck would I fucking want approval from someone who doesn't take care of their fucking mind, who doesn't take care of their body, who doesn't fucking, isn't successful in anything, who fucking, ha- their life is a fucking dumpster fire. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think because that would not even make sense. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like asking a lost person for, for directions. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. they're lost. Way more than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I try to do is I try to audit myself. Am I operating with integrity? Am I operating doing the right thing? Am I, you know, like, I don't explain myself. Like, I try to make things right. If things, if, if that's impossible, it is what it is. I do what the fuck I can do the best I can. I keep it moving. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. dude, too many of you draw your worth from other people's opinions when in reality, the only time you're ever going to have real worth is if you build it. That's why Live Hard exists. That's why 75 Hard exists. That's what the fuck it's for. It's not a diet. It's not about getting in shape. It's about getting yourself to have confidence in yourself because you, you do the things you promise yourself you're going to fucking do at, at a level that other people just can't do them. That's what builds that belief. That's what builds the confidence. That's what builds the, the trust and the validation that you give yourself. It's really simple, bro, if you fucking think about it. No, yeah. But the reason that most people can't validate themselves is because they don't even trust themselves because they lie to themselves about every motherfucking thing that they do. They tell themselves every motherfucking Monday for their whole fucking life that they're going to fucking start a diet. They never start it. They tell themselves every fucking other day, I'm going to get serious about business. And they never do. Bro, why would you, you, would you believe a friend that acted like that? 
Right. Would you? Not fuck. No. Okay. Well, you're not going to believe yourself either, which means your self-worth is going to be in the shitter. So you have to rebuild that. And, and with that comes skills. You, just, you, you learn fortitude. You learn grit. You learn confidence. You learn how to build momentum. You learn mental toughness. These are fucking skills, bro. These are not traits. They're only thought of as traits because they want you to think they're traits so that you never pursue exactly. developing them. I just wasn't born with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you never pursue developing these critical fucking skills that you must have to succeed, how the fuck can you be successful? And you certainly don't have to take responsibility for it if you just weren't born with it. Exactly. You follow what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. 100%. It's real convenient for these fucking people out there in society to let everybody else not know their own true power, isn't it? Mm. Guys, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. Uh, Andy, I'm a young business owner, and I have a few people who work for me who are literally twice my age. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it feels like they look at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. They do. Have you ever been in this situation? How do you yes, manage it? Yes, 100%. Um, that's very difficult. When, you're, when I was in my 20s, dude, it was really hard to get people to, to listen to me. Yeah. Um, as I got older, it naturally gets a little bit easier. At, but here's where it really matters. Now, you know, these people that come in here that are 20-something 20 years old. Half your age the other way. Yes. Yeah. And they look around at what's been built, and then they understand how the fuck it was built. I don't have to yell and scream and fucking what. I just tell them, like, mm -hmm. hey, this is what needs to be done. Right. And they respect it. So, dude, that's a natural growing pain. The, you know, listen, bro, don't let age be a hang up. You know, the motherfuckers that, that fought and created America from, and took it from the fucking English, these motherfuckers are like 20 years old, 21 mm -hmm. years old. Some of the greatest men in history, okay? Some of the greatest people in history have, have done the best work at fucking 22. Yeah. Like, age is not really, that, what, this question just, it's a difficult situation, but what I'm saying is it's nothing that can't be overcome and hasn't been overcome many times before. Mm. You're not the only one. And if you're going to be successful, you're going to have to overcome this. And so how I would suggest overcoming this is examining your true leadership skills and working on building those legitimately. Study people like Jocko. Study people like Vince Lombardi. Read their materials and implement their strategies. Yeah. You know, become what it is you want them to be. Yeah. When you become what it is you want them to be, they, they might not become 100% of that, but they might, let, let's say they take fucking half of it. Yeah. They're still, you're leading, yeah. right? And yeah. everybody's leading at a certain point in time, whether you understand you are or not. Yeah. Because no matter if you're the lowest guy on the fucking football field or the, in the business uh, game that's making the least amount of money, there's people outside that aren't even on the field that look at you and say, fuck, dude, that guy's in the fucking game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like how you behave will affect them. Yeah. You know, so Shit, the, the fucking head coach of the Rams, bro. Huh? The head coach of the Rams, youngest. Yeah, fucking, yeah, he's super young. Same thing. Yeah. Would, would you also say maybe to like, uh, you know, trying to get those older employees maybe more involved in conversations to show like maybe your value? Like you I don't value think you or? should give weight to the age thing. Yeah. Like that I don't. Just at all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like, like I know it's a natural hang up for these people, mm -hmm. but like, you know, uh, the things only are as big and scary as the light you shine on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like for me, I never like went to someone and said, Oh, Hey, I know you're a lot older than me and you think blah, 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 blah. I never did that. Yeah. Like if you just did, like, dude, bro, he might be making a lot of it up in his head. I, I, I'm a hundred percent sure. He is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn. 
I've been through it. I'm 100 yeah. percent sure that a lot of that's made up. Like, you go to bro, them, they're probably like, "No, bro, I respect. Bro, you're good. <laughs> listen, listen, bro. These people want to contribute. They want to win. They want to mm. get paid. Um, you know, older employees that are you know in their 50s are usually not as ambitious as employees that are in their fucking 20s. That's just reality. Uh, but you know, you're also trading off. They might have amazing skill sets that a 20 year old cannot have. So right. it takes a mix of these things. Experience. And yeah. Quite honestly, what could these older people teach you? Mm. What could you learn from them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leadership is not about exerting uh, authority. It's about gaining respect. And it's about showing people the way. Mm. You know, too many young leaders think leading is like uh, about being loud and aggressive and strong. Crack, and Cracking the whip. Like, like they think leadership and they think like Leonidas from 300. That's not fucking leadership, bro. It is leadership. But that's not the only definition of leadership. Right. You know, there's plenty of leaders out there who are amazing leaders that never raise their voice. They're soft-spoken people. It, it's all about developing your own skill set. And I would say the reason you feel that way is because you haven't done enough to develop that skill set. And if you pour into it, and here's the good news. The good news is you're aware of it. You're aware you're a weak leader. Or you wouldn't even be asking the question. So if you're already aware that there's a problem, that's like the biggest part of solving the problem. Because if you know there's a fucking problem in your game, are you going to try to fix it? Yeah. Right. So is this person. Right. So pour into leading, take it serious, give it a couple years, and I think you'll that the answer will uh, take care of itself. That was some fucking heat, man. Yeah. That was some heat, man. Yeah. I love it. Guys, Andy, Especially with that amazing intro. Yeah. The I mean, best I ever did. The best part of it. Yeah. Let's be honest. Guys, Andy, that is three. Pay the That's right. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed, closed.